Thank you for those watching online. We welcome you. Thank you for joining us this morning. Have you come expecting this morning? Yes. I know I'm expecting this morning. Thank you, Lord. Let's confess our vision this morning. There we go. Ready? We are a strong, growing community of faith-filled believers who live aligned to the word of God and we make an eternal impact in the lives of others. We make an eternal impact in the lives of others. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Be glorified. Are you ready to surrender today? Are you ready to give your all to him this morning? Thank you, Lord. Father, we lift our hands and surrender to you this morning. Oh, we just come before you, Father. And we come in freedom. We come free before you, Lord. We worship you, Lord, this morning. We worship you in spirit and in truth. And we thank you, Lord, that we are free this morning to worship you, Lord. And Father, we come expecting. And we just thank you for your healing power that moves in this building today, Lord everyone here that needs healing this morning, Lord. And we just bless your holy name and we thank you that we are free. We are set free. We glorify your name. We worship you, Lord. We surrender to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory. Glory to you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory, 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 glory. We worship you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Through you, I can do anything. I can do all things. Because it's you who gives me strength. Nothing 
you Lord oh thank you father we worship you we thank you for your healing power Lord oh we worship you father thank you Lord
to do of his good pleasure. Amen. Glory to God. This is our final service in this location. Final one. It's the last one in this location. Amen. And so we thank God for all that's been accomplished. We thank God for all the anointing that we've uh, been able to enjoy in this facility. We thank God that this facility has served us well. <coughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. And before we leave here, we're going to thank him for it. And we're just, uh, again, and we're just going to just pronounce a blessing here. Those coming in and going out. Yeah, it's a library. Yeah, but they can come and encounter the presence of the Lord. Because there's a lot of presence of the Lord that's been in this place. Amen. Because you're here, you bring them with you. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Do you believe that God goes with you everywhere you go? Yes. You are his presence. You transport his presence. You're a transporter. I'm a transporter. We transport his presence everywhere we go. And, and words stay and linger, especially when you're speaking the word of God, which is the incorruptible seed that never dies. And so it lingers, and it will linger in this place. And I fully believe when people come in here, they might be agitated. They might be annoyed by the person who works here. They might be annoyed by people who aren't being quiet in the library. But when they take their seat, I don't care what book they're reading. I don't care what they're doing. They are going to sense a peace when they come in here. And they'll be like, I don't know. I just got to go visit the library again. They won't know why. But I know that God will show them why. God's going to show them why. And we'll see them. 
We'll say, there's just a peace in that love. We don't understand. Yeah, it's the presence of God. Yeah, there's been much healings in this building. There's been much, you know, words spoken uh, of what's coming, what's to come. Those words are staying. They're, they'll stay and they'll produce. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so I thank God for the opportunity we've had here in this place. It's been a blessing to us. Getting here was, was a big deal for us because we had to exercise faith that we hadn't had to exercise before. And so we grew in faith getting here to this place. Uh, before the service is over, we'll look at a year in review, uh, you know, that I promised on New Year's uh, Eve. Uh, and so we'll look at that. It's about six minutes long. We try to capture everything. We couldn't get everything, but we got most of it, you know. And so uh, we'll look at that. And as we do, I want you to just really thank God for everything he accomplished, you know. Uh, and, and, and just know that God accomplishes things through people. He's, all, he's sovereign, you know, and, and all that. But he accomplishes his work here on this earth through you and I. And so I, as the pastor, want to say thank you for cooperating with him. Thank you for showing up and bringing your supply of the spirit. And because you cooperate with him, he's able to do what he does. Amen. He needs cooperation. He needs cooperation. He's done everything, but then he needs someone to receive what he's done. He needs someone to help someone else receive what he's done. Amen? That's what you and I are called to do. Glory to God. Say it again. Say, I am redeemed, and I am healed of the Lord. I'm telling you, you can leave here with your healing this morning. <coughs> Excuse me. Healing always, because I just have a tickle in my throat, so if that happens, that's, that's what that's about. So just ignore it. Um, and so... Um, I can leave here with my healing this morning because healing always comes. Always. <coughs> Excuse me. Healing is not a feeling. Healing is not a feeling. Just because I don't feel healed doesn't mean I'm not healed. Healing always comes. But uh, there's a difference between receiving and manifestation. Receiving is of the heart. It's of the spirit. Glory to God. Thank you, ma'am. I appreciate that. Uh, uh, receiving is of the heart. It's of the spirit. Receiving is. Manifestation is of this natural realm. Your part is not to be concerned about the manifestation. That's God's part. It's a divine work because healing is yours. You're not separated from it. It's yours. But a lot of us see ourselves like, my healing's over there. It's not in here. No, healing belongs to you. It was bought and paid for when Jesus went on the cross. However, things in our body get out of alignment. <coughs> they get out of alignment. And so there's a divine work that has to happen. And God's part, that's his. Our part is receiving. And receiving part, uh, you have to take some action. And this is why many will just come up to the front over and over and over again and not get their healing because there's action required. Uh, we said faith is not just by the, the believing. A lot of people substitute belief, I believe in healing, for receiving it. That's not receiving it. Just because you believe something doesn't mean you've taken it and received it. I can go to the doctor. I shared this during morning prayer. I can go to the doctor for whatever, and he can give me medication. He gives me a script for the medication. So I get home, 
And, uh, you know, this is what's happening all around the world in churches, all around with believers, seasoned believers. And so I go home and I put the script, you know, on the table. And uh, I, I call the doctor in the morning. And I call the office and I say, I need to see the doctor today. And they're like, but you were just here yesterday, Miss Murphy. Well, I need to see the doctor today. And you need to get me in as soon as possible because I'm not feeling well. Well, Mrs. Murphy, you were here yesterday and you received a script for what you have that the doctor gave you. Yes, I did. Well, did you fill the script at the pharmacy? No, but I need to see the doctor. He needs to help me. He's done all he can do for me. He gave me the prescription. But me praying over and over again, this is what we do to God. Heal me, heal me. Healing's come. You just haven't received it because you're still complaining and talking about, you can tell me more about, I, I know individuals that can tell me more about the dates and months of their surgery, the year. They can tell me who was in the room, what they were wearing. They can tell me how their recovery went every day from day one to day 89. They could give me specifics that I don't even want to know. But when I ask them, what word are you standing on? Well, there's, a, there's someone in the body. It's not specific. It's vague. It's vague. Uh, you know, Jesus said, be healed. It, they don't have that kind of specific for the word. That's why they're still sick. That's why they haven't taken their healing yet. Just because something's in the word of God and just because I received Jesus as my Lord and Savior doesn't mean I'll have it. That does not guarantee that I will have and live the promises of God in my life. I have to take it. And God can only manifest what I receive. Receiving is laying hold of it with my hands of faith. It's taking hold of it with my hands of faith and not letting go, even though it's unseen at this point. So all I got to do, here's your job. When you come up here for prayer today, your job is to say, I receive it in Jesus' name. Your job is not to believe I receive the manifestation. That's not it. It's I receive it. I receive my healing because Jesus was put on the cross for me, right? He bore stripes on his back for me. I receive my healing. That's it. Don't be concerned. How is it going to manifest? Is it going to be immediate? Am I going to feel heat? Am I going to fall on the floor? Am I going to? No. You don't got to worry about any of that stuff. You can feel absolutely nothing. And the person next to you can jump, shake, shout, feel icy hot on the back, feel all kinds of things, and they can leave without it, and you can leave with it. Because they can go by that feeling, and when that feeling leaves, I don't have it. And you don't got to, healing is not a feeling. And healing is not a reward. It's a promise. And every promise we receive from God, we lay hold of by faith. And so see your hands of faith holding on to your healing. See sickness go one way and see your healing the other. See you, instead of seeing yourself separated from healing, see yourself separated from whatever it is that ails you. See yourself separated. It goes that way, you go that way. See yourself separated from, you know, this sore throat or this cough or knee problems or degenerative disc disorder. See yourself separated from those things. And then you have a job to do afterwards. How do you receive and keep your healing? Talk more about your healing than you talk more about your sickness. Talk more about your healing than you do about your sickness. So if you're used to talking about your sickness all day long, say, here's my action of faith. 
I will no longer talk about my sickness, but I'm going to start small. Maybe I usually talk 18 hours a day of my sickness, and today I'm only going to talk 17. 1% better today, and then tomorrow I'll talk 16 hours. And 50. But do something different than what you've been doing. Because, see, here's the problem. Anytime we say, oh, we're going to have a healing service, there's like an elephant in the room. Well, I've been up for prayer for this thing for I don't know how many times. I don't know, maybe God just doesn't want to heal me. Or so-and-so had the same thing I had, and they still are fighting it. In fact, the other person died, and I think they were more in faith than I was. I, don't think about somebody else. You don't know what's going on in that person's life. If you didn't listen to morning prayer this week, I shared how to pray and minister to people who are sick. Because you can't minister to someone else the same way you minister to yourself in healing. Because you got to locate where they are. And so I talked about, I gave some, some hints on, go sit and read the word of God to them until faith comes. Find out where they are. And then, and then help them along the way. Don't just barrel in. A lot of times we want to barrel in. Pray for my friend. And that person's like, well, I'm ready to go home. I hate this world. As far as I'm concerned, I fought all I want to fight. You cannot usurp, and God will not, just because he loves you so much. He will not usurp that person's will and desire. He created us with a will and desire. Love does that. Love gives us a choice. And so we don't do that. We find out where are you. Can you believe to be 1% better tomorrow? Okay, here's what the word of God says. You know, with long life, you despise you. And so are you satisfied? Have you done everything you want to do in your life? Are you ready to go? And, and just build, help them build faith in their heart for healing. But for yourself, you have to take it. Lay hold of it by faith. And then you might be, some might get it immediate, and some might get it like myself and Eric are doing right now. What Oral Roberts calls wenting. <laughs> the word of God says in some instances, as they went, they were healed. As they went. But they went receiving it still. They still received it. As they went, they were healed. Well, as you're wenting, we said on Wednesday, God can teach you some things. As you're wenting, like he's told me, do you know this week since Wednesday I have had no pain? I cut out the excessive sugar this week. I told you about that. I told you how God reminded me. He reminded me. You remember this time last year when you had no pain and you were like, wow, it's not even like I got anything going on. Because there's two discs that there's a problem with and, you know, that they've said. And the curve, there's no natural curve. It's inverted, all that stuff, you know. And that affects, that's affected. And it causes, you know, discomfort and pain. But God remind me, you weren't eating sugar this time last year. You didn't eat it for like three, four months and you had no pain. And I said, yeah, you're right. Well, and we said, we're like Pharaoh. Just one more night with the frogs. <laughs> one more night with my sugar. One more. You could be healed of it, but one more night. One more night. And we laugh at Pharaoh. We go, he's so foolish. He's so crazy. But we do the same thing. Lord, I know you want me to be healed, and I know this is related to my healing. And if I would just stop this, I would be completely whole. But just one more, one more bite of that cookie. You know, one more. And it's something simple like that that's keeping us from our healing. How bad do we want to be healed? And so uh, that, that process can be worked out during your wenting. 
during your, the process uh, for it to manifest. But we said do something. So this morning, here's, your, here's what you got to do. So you believe that God wants everybody to be healed, right? If there's any question about whether or not God uses sickness, God uses sickness. If God uses sickness to teach you a lesson, then forget praying about it, if that's what you believe. Take it and enjoy it. Have fun with that. If you believe that God gets glory in your sickness, take it and enjoy it. You can leave now because you ain't going to get healed. I'm just going to like uh, plain and simple. Because you cannot believe that and receive at the same time. That is doubt in your heart for you to believe that. So you've got to fully believe that God wants everybody healed. And that healing always comes. If you'll believe that. Then you can receive it. So when you come up here, I'm going to have you say, we're going to do a little different. When you, right before I lay hands on you, you're going to say, I receive my healing right now in Jesus' name. You're going to open your mouth and declare that. Declare that with faith in your heart. And you take your healing. You take it right here. But then when we get done praying for you, you do something different than you've been able to do. So a lot of times you can't, maybe there's things that you can't check. And I'm not saying to check to see if you are healed. Healing always comes. I'm just saying, see if you see any difference in terms of manifestation. Is, have you received the manifestation of it or are you going to be winting? <laughs> right? And so how are you going to know if, you haven't, if you've received the manifestation of it immediately if you don't do something that you couldn't do before? If you don't, okay, yeah, yeah, I sense there's something different. Or if my knee was hurting and you walk back the same way as you walked. No, step on it a little. It's already hurting. What are you going to do? It's already, you came in pain. It's already hurting. What do you got to lose? So just start walking on it. But as you walk on it, I receive it right now in Jesus' name. I am healed and whole right now. And the more you walk, the more you're going to see that pain just leave your body. Your body will align with the word of God, but you got to be consistent. And then when you leave here, your job is to also. And tell somebody, I received my healing. Make sure you testify of that. It will encourage your brother and your sister who's also believing beside you and receiving beside you. Tell them, I got what I came for. I got what I came for. And then when you get home, your job doesn't finish. It's not done. You've got to continue to work the word of healing. So again, if maybe you speak your sickness, your sickness, my arthritis, my, you know, whatever it is, my allergies, my, yeah, all of that. If you say that, that's your thing to work on this week. You say, uh-uh, it's not mine. I don't take it. I don't receive it. When you call something uh, and you say it's mine or mine, it has a right to be in you. You give it the right to continue to live and have its course in your life. Don't accept it. Refuse it. And, and it's easy to say that. It's easy to say that when you're in the anointing and when you're with brothers and sisters who can remind you, ah, 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 it's not yours. That anxiety is not yours. No, 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 no. No, God's in you. And the greater one is in you. But when you get home and that panic attack comes, it's if you haven't been doing it, then it's, it's more difficult. So you have to, the way I deal with that is greater is he that's in me 
than he that's in the world. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. As I walk into the place I don't want to do, no, 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 greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. Greater is he that you may have to say that 67 times per day until you believe it. Until you believe it. Because if, if the voice of the other is bigger than that, then you still haven't believed it fully. Right? And so this is what we're doing. We are preparing. When you have a procedure, you prepare for it. Some are more pleasant preparing than others. Our colonoscopy preparation. <laughs> Not always fun. I'm due for one. I was due for one. It's almost a year. I still have not. And they have them commercials on TV with that little stupid blue box that I'm like, that's so nasty. But you know what? Mrs. Murphy might be going in that direction. My doctor's like, yeah, you can do that. I'm like, well, praise the Lord, because that might be what we're doing. I don't need to be telling no stories when I come out of anesthesia and acting foolish and my husband over there recording me. So the whole world, ooh, I feel bad for people whose families do that. Oh, they were coming out of answer and they're talking crazy. No, it ain't going to be me. And so we prepare, though, for those things, right? We prepare for those things. We prepare for them. And then why can't we prepare to receive our healing? It's a thing. It's real. Your healing's more real than that colonoscopy. May not feel that way, but it's real. It's real. And so you have to receive it and take it the same way. Take it. Don't let that script sit on the desk. Don't let that prescription, his word, sit on the desk. Get it in you. Start speaking it concerning healing. I have a, 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 a real good resource for you. If you'll go on Dufresne Ministries website and you go to their store, there is a, a, a download. It's free. It's called Jesus the Healer, I believe. At healing Confessions. And just download it, and it has confessions. And you would think that it's by his stripes, I'm healed. No, it's other confessions. Uh, but that will bring faith to you to grab hold and lay hold and receive it. All right? And then we said one more thing. We said one more thing on Wednesday. We said 1 Peter 2.24. 1 Peter 2.24. And I want to read that. Ivan, can you pull that up for me? 1 Peter 2.24. We read this scripture a lot. And we can confess the scripture, but then we got to do what it says. First Peter chapter 2. And it's like, but Jesus did the work. Uh-huh. But it's still, there's work for us to do in there. So First Peter 2.24, it says, Who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we having, what, died to sins, might live for righteousness. Then it says, by whose stripes you were healed. And so the work for us to do here, live for righteousness. You cannot be living and practicing sin and then believe the promise of healing and receive the promise of healing. You can't. And so if there are things in your life that are not aligned to the word of God, his mercy, his mercy, in his mercy, you may receive your healing. It may manifest very quickly in your life because he's a merciful God. But if you continue to practice sin, you will be sick yet again. Because you can receive your healing and then lose it. Did you hear me? 
You can receive your healing and then lose it. I've seen people die after being miraculously healed. You can. And when I say healing, know that I'm not just talking about physical. I'm talking mental as well. Talking every area of our life where something is out of alignment and stopping us from doing whatever it is that we're supposed to do in our lives. If, if, if there's an individual who once was able to walk before and now they're not walking, an individual who was once able to do something before and they're not, they should be able to give you every instance in the word of God, chapter, verse, the surroundings, all the details of the stories and accounts of healings in the Bible if they want their healing. I, that's what I'd be doing if I want my healing. That's what I'd be doing. I'd be in the word, not other things, but I would give myself until I see the manifestation. I wouldn't study nothing else until I see the manifestation of my healing. Then I'll continue to confess the word of God, but then, okay, Lord, what else are we getting into? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's our teaching for today. That, that will get faith in our heart. And so, uh, Miss Nasha, you come. Let's go ahead and participate in giving this morning. Connect your heart to what you're doing. And then uh, we're going to, uh, I'll give some instruction on how we're going to pray uh, for those who need it this morning. Amen. And Eric, I'll have you come at that time. Amen, Pastor Maria. Amen. I received that, don't you? Amen. Amen. That was some good teaching. Hallelujah. Like she said, stay connected. It's our time of giving. For those, many of you know me, I'm Nasha Barton. But for those who don't, I'll be receiving an offering this morning. Our ushers are bringing the receptacles, and you can raise your hand. They'll serve you. We have three different ways you can give. You can give through our website, mobile, or the envelope system. Um, and today, I just want to take a few minutes to encourage us, as we prepare to give, to check our hearts and make sure that there's nothing that can hinder us from receiving from God. <laughs> So it was a confirmation to what Pastor Maria was just saying. Amen. And one of the things that can hinder us from receiving from God is unforgiveness. I want to encourage you to check your heart and make sure that there's no unforgiveness in your heart. You know, we live in a world where people can offend us. They can do us wrong and meant to do us wrong and all that. But as people of God, we're called to a higher standard of living. We're called to forgive. God even told us to pray for our enemies. And you may be asking yourself, what does this have to do with giving? It has everything to do with it. Because you can be giving, 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 so-and-so-and-so-and-so-and-so-and, but you have something in your heart, offense or unforgiveness you haven't released to the Lord. And you're like, Lord, where's my harvest? You haven't released that. And guess what? It's not God keeping it from you, not giving it to you. It's not the devil taking it. There are spiritual laws and spiritual principles that govern our lives. And we know as people of God, God has called us to walk in love. And to sum it up, if you're in unforgiveness, you're not in love. Amen. And if we're going to be given, we need to give in faith. Amen. If we're going to be sowing, we need to do it in faith according to the word of God. And we know Galatians, Five and six says, faith work it by love. So we're going to be in faith. We cannot disregard our love walk as well. Amen. Um, so let's go to, I just have a few verses. First Corinthians chapter, chapter 13 and verse three. 
glory be to God. And the word of God says, and though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not love, it profits me nothing. We can't say to God, I've been giving, I've been giving, I've been donating, I've been volunteering. But God said, there's something there, daughter. There's something. And it's not God, it's you. It's you. you you're not in a place to receive because you got to get that out the way. Amen. Colossians 3 and 13. Colossians 3 and 13. And you know, I'm going to go up to verse 12 and actually go to 14. I'm going to read Colossians 3, 12 through 14. It says, put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another, if any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things, put on charity, which is love, which is the bond of perfectness. So God cares about our love walk. He's not, you know how sometimes they say you, we can pray over stuff. And the Bible says if you have an alt against someone to put that down, go be restored to your brother, then pick it up. Well, this applies to our giving as well. If something's in your heart, get it right with the Lord first. Amen? Get it right with that person. Tell God, I release it to you. They may be in the wrong. Amen? But we are still called to a higher level of living. All right? And that's a life of love. And we're going to receive everything that God has for us. Amen? Amen. Now let's stand and confess our vision. I mean, our, <laughs> our confession, our given confession, amen. Ready, let's read. Because we are tithers, the windows of heaven are open. The blessing is being poured out. Because we are sowers, we are furnished in abundance for every good work. We receive jobs or better jobs, raises and bonuses, benefits, sales and commissions, settlements, estates and inheritances, interest and income, rebates and returns. Glory to God. We receive checks in the mail, supernatural wealth transfer, bills paid off, debts demolished, royalties received and properties acquired. We are getting our buildings, land, houses, vehicles, and equipment. God is bringing into our hands great big C, and we are moving forward in faith in every area of our lives. How timely is this? We command our harvest to come. Harvest, come to us now. Harvesting angels, go get it and bring it to us right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, come in faith. Amen. When you come up here, come with a little pep in your step and release your offering to the Lord. Because we're not just giving. We're giving with the expectation that we're receiving. Amen. Amen. Now, Pastor Maria is going to come and pray over the offering. Glory to God. Yes, pep in your step. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's what cheerful people do, right? Glory to God. I'm not texting. I'm just looking up a verse, so don't worry. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Hallelujah. I just wanted to see what this word here. The Lord just brought something to my heart. <laughs> Glory to God. All right. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to sow. We don't look at this just as a time to see and check our 
our wallets or our purses and see how much we have and just, okay, make up our minds what we're going to throw in there and throw it away. No, no, no. This is a, a heart thing for us. We're connected to this process. And we thank you, Father, that we activate the law of giving and receiving. It's real. It's predictable, just as the law of lift. And so we thank you, Father, that when we sow in faith and believe that it is multiplied, that that happens every single time. It's predictable. It's a law. And so we thank you for it. We receive the blessing of the Lord in our lives. We thank you that this seed is multiplied. We receive our harvest now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah, laws are predictable. Uh, Eric and I, when we went to California, uh, Brother Copeland was there and he was talking about, he's a pilot. In fact, he flies one of the uh, best planes in the world. He can't fly it anymore because of his age. Uh, they don't let 80-year-olds fly Citation 10s. And so, uh, but he flies his other plane uh, and he still does that. He goes for his training every year. And so uh, the, Pastor Nancy said that individuals that know him, when you mention him, pilot, they say he is impeccable. He is an impeccable pilot. And so when he's talking to you about flight and aeronautics and the law of lift and all that, it's over my head in terms of I don't understand the law of lift. I just know it works and it better work every flight I'm in, right? And so he said, he said, what do you do when you lose an engine on the plane? I'm like, scream, Jesus, help me! No, no, he said, you land. And you land without crashing. And that is what a pilot does. He said he doesn't panic. He goes back to his fundamentals and he remembers. He stays in his right mind. He checks the list and he does it. He said because the law of lift is predictable. The plane doesn't just go down automatically. That's not how it works. He said you can get the plane to come down just like that. And when he says it, it just, you're like, ah. So we got to fly home, you know. So, ah. Then we get out of the plane and we go into, we park in the pre-flight place. So we're in the shuttle. And who's in the shuttle? He had called the shuttle and the guy's like, did you call the shuttle? We're like, no. And he's like, well, get in. We'll just wait for the person to call. It was a pilot. He, he came. He, the minute he got in there, he started talking to us. And so I said, uh, he said, he's asking him questions about the plane. He said, you know, and talking to him, you're just like, huh. Because he used to have anxiety to the point where medication to get on the plane. And he was in the military. He's flown in helicopters, my husband. And But the plane, you're not in control. You can't see what's in front of you. You have to rely. Your faith has to be in the man that's fly, or the woman that's flying that thing. And he said, many people have problems with that. And he said, but you know what? Because he asked, which plane is the hardest or what airport is the hardest flight? He goes, planes, these big things are so safe. He said, if they weren't safe, I would have been dead a long time ago. And he's just like, huh, just relaxed. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. I hope every pilot believes like you do, you know. But he, it just makes you, they believe in the law. The law of lift, you know. I'm like, what about the law of gravity? <laughs> you know, but they believe in that. Well, faith is the same way. It's predictable. It works every time. Every time. It works every time. And so when, when you come for healing, Eric, you could come. When you come for healing, uh, know that healing comes. Now, I, I just had this over here uh, in my heart, and uh, Eric's going to just share. I just wanted to share his uh, testimony of healing. And people will say, well, I thought he had 
back surgery and this and that, but I want him to share this with you uh, because faith comes when you hear how God works in someone else too. Amen. Do you Amen. want me to stay up here with you or you want to? You want to keep me company? Yeah, go ahead. Can everybody hear me? Good morning. Yeah, some of you heard my story before, but I just want to like clear it up. So he's right. I did have back surgery in July, mm-hmm. but back when I was 25 years old, which is in the early 2000s, and I was overseas in Iraq, I came back from a mission. Now, if anybody's ever been a veteran, you carry a lot of gear, and it's heavy, and when you're jumping in and out of vehicles and on the ground and in buildings and things like that, there's a lot of wear and tear that happens to your back, and that starts when you go through basic training. So anyway, when I was 25, I got back from a mission, I bent over to pick something up, and I felt like electricity go through my spine and into my legs, and I couldn't, I almost fell over, I couldn't move my legs. So, didn't know what was going on, and called the medic, and he just, the, um, the way, the military way, as some of you know, is just take some Motrin and drink some water and you'll be fine. <laughs> so I was in bed about two days, and I didn't know until I got back that it was a bulging disc. Now, when you're younger and healthier, you heal a lot faster. So a couple days, my back was fine. I went back to work, back on my team, and uh, fulfilling the mission, and I came home. After a little while of being home, you know, I, I did some landscaping, I did some uh, construction work and painting, and the injury came back. So we were going to the doctors one day. It was the uh, hospital in, uh, what was that? Jamaica Plain. Not Jamaica Plain. Oh, West, Roxbury. West Roxbury. Yeah. So I went with Pastor, and of course, he's a little bit older than I am, and he's running in, and I'm <laughs> limping, and they said, oh, yeah, Eric, you have, you have bulging discs in your back, so they gave me some medication. That actually happened when we were moving to this building, mm-hmm. and then we were moving into our house at the same time, so it was a lot of lifting boxes and everything, so I re-injured it. And so it's been a nagging injury, trying to do things, and I, I couldn't lift some things some days, and other days I was better. And then... I have a job where it's delivering linen to medical offices and hospitals and surgery centers. And one day I was just working in the warehouse and I pulled something out of a box and I hurt my back again. So I didn't know, it felt different than the original injury. The original injury is on my left side. This new injury is on my right side. So I guess the the disc can bulge either way. So when when I got the first MRI, they said, well, that looks like a, an injury you've already had. And they looked closely and they said, no, there's an injury on the left and then there's a new injury on the right, right side. So we, I was dealing with that and we ended up going to a prayer conference down in Connecticut. What was the name of that church? Grace Family Church. Grace Family Church. Uh, you know, I see it all the time when I'm scrolling through. We have friends there on, on social media. So it was a prayer conference and I'm sitting there minding my own business. You know, we're praying. We're having a great time we're with those past, uh, mom and dad too. And my wife, and Reverend Jim Hockaday, who's like a real, a real prayer guy, I could say, is walking, and, he, and he's looking around like this, and he's just praying, and he looks at me, and he says, what does L4, L5 mean to you? And that's the exact place I had both my injuries on, on my, lowest, my lower back. So I'm like shocked. <laughs> I feel like I'm turning red, but not red like an embarrassment, it was like coming up from the inside. You know, sometimes you feel your face burn, and it was more like on the inside. And so she had to answer for me. That's where he had his back injury. <laughs> he's like. So he's like, yeah, you're healed. And he, and he goes on, and I'm like, 
I didn't know what to do. <laughs> but the Holy Spirit inside me made me jump up. I'm like, praise the Lord. <laughs> Tears coming down my face because you get so emotional because yeah. there's so much on the inside that needs to come out. And those of you that know me, when I speak of things from the heart, I get all teared up and look like a little baby sometimes. <laughs> but So I'm like, great. So the rest of the time I'm there, people are seeing me and they're like, hey, Eric, you're the guy that got healed. You're back. Yes, I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. <laughs> But I still felt a little pain on my right side, and I'm like, I know that there's, now there's no pain on the left side. So what happens when you start talking to people that don't believe like we do? Uh -huh. So I get home, I'm calling, I got some close family members that don't go to church. Uh -huh. Hey, you know what, this is just what, what just happened. And, oh no, well, you know, you know how things are. Okay, you can go to a psychic and believe what they're going to say, Come but on. you're not going to believe what God says. Come on. It kind of upsets me. So I'm like, man, I'm healed. I'm not going to listen to him. And now I know I'm only going to talk about things that pertain to God and yeah. faith in him to Those people that believe like I do. Otherwise, they're going to look at you and say, yeah, yeah you're crazy. Yeah. Or, no, I don't really believe that. Deep down they do, though. Uh -huh. Deep down they don't know it, but they need this. It's like uh -huh. a subconscious thing uh -huh. in their brain, too. So some of you are like, well, you, you know, you're still out of work, and I think she's been praying against my right side being here so I can be home with her. I don't know. <laughs> but so... I, I had to, like I'm home. I, so I had to still follow through because the injury was at work. I still had to follow through with what the doctors and yeah. the workman's insurance wanted me to do. So I had a needle in my back. It made my back worse. I just put yeah. the cortisone shot in. Yep. And uh, it made the nerve worse on my right side. So they're saying, no, you can go back to work. I said, I, I still have a lot of pain. So I had a second MRI. They said, there's no injury on the left side. <laughs> we don't know what happened. That. That's gone. Old. You just have an left injury on the right side. So what happened, they went in and they didn't even know this. I don't know why they didn't see it on the MRI, but when they went in and did the surgery, part of my disc was chopped off mm -hmm. and resting on the nerve root off. on my right-hand side. Yeah. So they removed that, and now I'm on, I'm, I'm on my way to healing. Yeah. But I have to still go through the process of the world yeah. because it was injured, I was injured at work. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you this. God spoke to me back there. Like I didn't, I'm just talking here because I didn't have any, any of this prepared. But he said, your back is going to be better than when you, before you were 25 years old. So I'm going to receive that yeah. when that comes. Amen. Yeah. And then one last thing while I'm up here is I want to give a plug to the Kingdom, Kingdom Coupled Ministry. Yeah. I'm looking forward. Pastor and I are going to be on their, I don't know what you call it. Marriage Talk. Marriage Talk. Mm -hmm. We're going to be on their Marriage Talk. They gave us some questions that we were already talking about. I'm getting excited because... This isn't just for married couples. This is for singles, too, because what we're going to talk about and share, there's a lot of testimony. And I just want to say, the only one thing that builds up faith and people that don't know what they believe yet is testimonies, is victory in Jesus, yeah, yeah. is healings, is promotions, is prosperity. Yeah. And that's what we all, we all believe in this church. And so we're looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. And teens, you can watch, too, because when I married... This beautiful woman right here, I acquired two teenage people. It wasn't easy. Now, when I look at things and I say things, it's from a military kind of standpoint. Like, this is black and white. This is it. If you, You're supposed to do what I say, and that's the end of it. Uh -huh. Or I'm going through her. Hey, you got to tell your kids this because uh -huh. I don't know how to tell them because I'm, like, coming off too mean. <laughs> and, you know, I love Kevin back there. And, you know, it just might make a little bit of a mess. And I'm, like, feeling bad because he's, like, such a nice guy. And I'm, like, telling him things. I'm, like, I can't talk to him like that anymore. <laughs> he's going to cry. Even though he's not. But, you know. So when you love people and you don't want to, you know, you're, you're trying to, you, you know, you can't make people be set in your ways. So it's a growing yeah. thing. Yeah. And so the name of, of 
what we're going to talk about is growing together. Yeah. And you can grow together in a year, 10 years, 50 years. There's always growing in relationships and always changing because of things that happen around you. Amen. So I'm looking forward to that. It's Kingdom Couples. It's Marriage Talk. It's going to be on Tuesday. Tuesday and is it the 31st? Yeah. January 31st. Tuesday, January 31st 7 at 7 p.m. Get on there. It's going to be some fun some fun conversation, and we're really looking forward to it. But I'm telling you people, believe in healing because it happens. You know, and you can sit there and be like, i never seen it. It never happened to me. Don't be a doubting Thomas. Yeah. Doubt Thomas knew Jesus yeah. and still doubted. Yeah. But we all have Jesus in our hearts Amen. now. Amen. 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 Anything else Glory you want? God. No, I think, I think that's good. And um, I, I was sitting over there uh, just a little while ago. And uh, the verse uh, in Matthew 28 uh, came to me. Uh, in Matthew 28, let me just read that. I'm sorry, not Matthew 28, Matthew 11, verse 28. I just want to read that to you. And, and you talked about um, growth. Just bear with me a minute. You talked about growth. And this is, this is part of it. And this is why God has us talking about growth in this church. It's important that we grow up spiritually. If we're going to reach for higher, reach for the things of God. Uh, and so Matthew chapter 11, uh, Jesus said, uh, verse 28, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And I was sitting over there and saying uh, the, the words, come to me. Jesus said, come to me. And a lot of people stop short at that. They say, okay, I've received Jesus and I've come to him. But in order to do what he said here, learn of me, you have to do what John chapter 15 says, abide in me. So it's not just a matter of coming to Jesus. But then we have to abide in Jesus and let his word, him, abide in us. And when it comes to, and it says, he talks about the soul here. And so this is for uh, those who may be struggling with your mind. So if you're coming up today to receive uh, healing uh, for uh, any uh, mental disorder or disability, uh, anything that uh, we talked about torment last week, and we had folks deliver. Amen. Amen. We had deliverance in the house. Amen. We've heard testimonies. And so if, if you're struggling with that, maybe you didn't come up and you said, man, I should have. Because this week the devil showed me, uh-huh, I am being tormented. It is him. And so maybe that's what's going on in your mind and uh, anxiety. Uh, like we said, he was telling the pilot that he couldn't fly. I mean, he had to take prescription medication before he would get on the flight. He didn't do that this time. And so, uh, yeah, and that's huge. You don't understand. We've had some fun traveling, fun traveling. Uh, this is about growing up, right? I mean, we've had fun. Yeah, I will. We've had, he's like, I ain't standing up here while you're talking about But we had fun. We had fun traveling. Uh, and I'm the type, if you know my personality, I just want to look good, be good, do good, have good, you know. <laughs> when you talk to me, I may talk quietly in public. I'm like the type, I'll have a 
cheeseburger. I don't want everybody to know what I'm having. I'm very private. I'm very protective of my husband, very protective of my family. That's just how I am. My mama raised me that way. And so that's what we do. And so I'm not the type, you know, when we first got married, he'd be like, hey, I'm like, oh, people are going to know. People are going to know. And he's like, no one can hear you when you talk. Talk louder. I'm like, people are going to know. So, you know, the first time he took the medication, it was quite fun for me. I'm like, he's saying hello to everybody, you know. And I'm like, oh, good Lord. Are we going to make it on this flight, you know. And so are, we gonna, are they going to let us on, let us on, let us on, you know. And so uh, it, it's, it's a learning process and it's a growing process. And he grew himself right out of the medication. Amen. 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 And I, th- I don't think it's an accident that God had us sit near that pilot. Or we were the only ones in the shuttle with the pilot. And we talked. He was so nice. By the time he got down, he's like, have a great day. Enjoy your weekend. It was just so nice. And so, but it just, oh, yeah. And to hear two days of the law of lift, which I'm like, this is going way over my head. Because I am not in the aeronautics industry. Don't care to be. But I care to learn on faith, you know. Uh, so can we get this pulpit moved? Team, if you would come. Glory to God. Thank you. I'll, I'll move this out of your way. I'll give you some of this now. Thank you. They're going to sing a song about healing. And so this is your opportunity. All the word we gave homework, we gave an assignment on Wednesday to study, uh, you know, something in the word of God that uh, an incident, uh, an account, an occurrence of healing in the word of God uh, and just study it and let faith come up regarding that, one that resonated with you. So if you did that, this would be a great time to just start meditating on that while you worship the Lord with this song. If you didn't because you weren't here or whatever, uh, just uh, see Jesus as your healer. He's the one. All I can tell you in terms of myself is what Jesus told them when they said, can you show us a sign so we know who you are, you are? He said, no, all you need to do is believe in the one who sent me. Believe in the one who's called me. It's not me. I have nothing to give of me and myself. But him working in me and through me, things can get accomplished, amen? because I'm going to give myself to him. And so don't look at me. Look at Jesus, the healer. And you say, I receive my healing right now in Jesus' name. Amen? So uh, they're going to sing, and then we're going to uh, participate. Amen. Come on and stand. Hallelujah.
direct you to go to that side of the room, along that wall on that side. If you'll just go and stand on that side of the room. If you're in need of healing this morning, just form a line on that side. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Got to do something different if we want something different. Amen. Hallelujah. We got to get away from the familiar. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, ushers, if you can bring three, just three, just three, just spread them out, three people. Hallelujah. Three at a time. Glory to God. Glory to God.
come and receive from the Lord this morning? Hallelujah. Come on, children, teens. If I said I was going to give you a million dollars, would you sit in your seat? You don't want it? God will say you don't have to have it. respond to that. Amen? Don't look around and care what anybody else does. Look, they were all up here before you. Right? You saw some fall. You don't gotta fall. What is falling anyway? Let me just say this to you. Eric talked about when he went to bend over and he felt electricity and almost fell over. Well, the anointing of the Lord, the closest thing that we can describe it as is electricity. One day I was blow drying. How many of you blow dry your hair? I was blow drying my hair. <laughs> Brian, do you blow dry your hair too? Yeah, I was blow drying my hair, right? Yeah, the guys were like, what? <laughs> what? Uh, and so I was blow drying my hair, and uh, it kept going off on me, ladies. You know, when you cover the sides of it where the air comes out, where's our hairstylist? Yeah, and so I did something that you probably may not have done, or you may. Don't try this at home. But I didn't have patience. I needed to go to church in the morning. I needed this thing to work because it kept going off. And I knew it was on its way out. Ladies, we know. We need one more blow. Come on, one more. So what did I do? I turned it off and I blew on it. And it came on. I'm like, woohoo, praise the Lord. Turn it back on. Yes, I cooled it down very quickly. That's a no-no, just so you know, just in case you didn't know. So then... I started blow drying. I'm like, yes, I got one more out of it. All of a sudden, I saw a spark. I saw, I'm like, oh, it's going to be Michael Jackson all over again. So I turned it off, and I went to unplug it, and I got electrocuted. I burnt a black hole right here in my little finger. I'm like, oh, that was powerful. Well, it wasn't that much to throw me into a wall. It was just a little bit, but I sure felt it. I sure felt that electricity. That's how the anointing of the Lord is. When you see someone come up here for prayer and they fall down, it's because the anointing of the Lord met with their human flesh and it, it won. It won. <laughs> they didn't die when they went down. They don't die when they fall down. The Lord ever see someone get operated on standing up? No. On ER or the shows you see on TV? Ever see anyone get operated while they're standing? No. You got to lay down for that to happen. So sometimes God needs to do more work on them. And so they just lay down, right? They just lay down and God will work on them. And so if you fall, don't get nervous. It's just the anointing of God. The more you respond to it, the more power is made available. Amen. So I'm going to pray for you. This is our last service in this house. And so uh, you're going to be in service with all of us. Yeah, some understand this. Some are like, mm, I know. Some are happy. Some are like, mm, we'll see. We'll see. But whatever, wherever you are, I want to pray for you. Because you are a part of this church. You are a part of this family. Just as much as your parents are, just as much as your aunts, your uncles, your grandparents, you are a part of this family. And we love you and we want everything in your lives to work the way that God intended it to. And so I want to pray for you this morning. And, and as I do, just believe, just believe that the power of God is going to work in your life.
friend at school that's giving you problems. Maybe your flesh or your mind is giving you problems. Maybe things are happening at home that you don't understand. Or maybe there are things in the world that you watch on TV that just keep bothering you. You don't understand. Well, he's fine. I let him go. Let him go. And so uh, maybe those are the things that are bothering you. But you know what? God's bigger. And he has an answer. Amen? Amen. All right. I'll start down here. <laughs> Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name.
in his quiet time, when his mind is quiet, you answer those questions in Jesus' name. Oh, Father, I thank you for this young lady. I thank you for your plan and your purpose in her life. Oh, Father, we love her, and you love her. And so I ask, Father God, that you would show yourself to her an encounter with you that will change her life in Jesus' name. An encounter with you, and she'll never be the same. Never be the same. Just as the times you and I, Father, spent together when I was young. Oh, Father, I ask that you would give her a heart for you. You would give her a heart and a hunger and a thirst after you. And you'll fill it. You'll fill it. You'll fill it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I thank you for this young lady. I thank you, Father, for your love for her. I thank you that she grows and increases. And as she grows and increases, her knowledge of you grows and increases. I thank you that you show her how much you love her. Oh, show her how much you love her. Thank you, Lord, that you keep her at all times protected. Protected, protected, protected by the blood of Jesus. Protected by the blood of Jesus. Protected by the blood, by the blood, by the blood. I thank you for a heart after God. I thank you that you keep her heart and her mind right now in Jesus' name. Keep her, keep her. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father. I thank you for this young man. Thank you for your love for him. I thank you that you love him with an everlasting love. I thank you, Father, that he is walking with you and he will the rest of his days. He'll serve you the rest of his life. Of your good pleasure, and I thank you. 
going to be stunned at the favor that you have with others. As you grow, as you get into the workplace, so much favor. Favor will open doors for you if you'll stick with God. It will put you in places that you've never known that you can go to before. The gifts and talents of God will pour out of you if you will spend time with Him and let Him develop them. I thank you for him. 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 Let him know how much you love him. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, parents, come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Father, I thank you for this young man. We pray for Isaac this morning. I thank you for your grace, your mercy upon his life. I thank you that everything in his little body functions in the perfection to which God created it to function. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I thank you for all the energy he has. <laughs> oh, he's able to run and jump. Many kids aren't. And so we thank you for the ability to do that. I thank you, Father, he's going to run his race just like he runs right now. He's going to be determined focused and father i thank you that he will run his race unhindered in jesus name in jesus name and he'll fulfill it in the name of jesus in the name of jesus much grace to mama to keep up with him amen glory to god glory to god now parents uh uh your kids may not fully understand uh what was spoken yeah you can stand uh, what was spoken over them but uh go back and 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 listen to it with them and then help them understand it uh, there are words that were spoken over me when I was eight or nine years old and they were words from the book of Timothy and they said the same faith that's in your mother and in your father will be the same faith that's in you uh, but you're going to grow and increase in that and I'll never forget being called out into the aisle being pointed at and those words being spoken over me even when I was sinning right here. The Bible has all the power to give you all the equipment you need for sailing through these end times. No matter what our vocation is, we are all in the people business. <laughs> are you listening to me? No matter what our vocation is, we're all in the people business. And it's harvest time in the kingdom of God. It's harvest time. It's always harvest time in the kingdom of God.
Father God. Oh, Lord God, let husbands and wives come together, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Let them come together, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, help us to recognize that our wife, that our husband, are our partner. They're our teammate, Father God. They're our reflection, Father God. They're not our enemy. They're not our opposition, Father God. But, Lord God, you join us together, Father God. Help us to act accordingly. should be so busy preparing because faith prepares for the fulfillment of God's word. I should be so busy preparing that doubt can't find me. <laughs> I love it. Doubt can't find me because I'm so busy preparing for the fulfillment of God's word that doubt can't even find me. I don't have time to doubt. I don't give in to doubt. I just continue preparing for the fulfillment of God's word in my life.
and you start to get weary while you're running your race. Look up and with your eyes of faith, see Jesus holding your crown in his hands. Then look back down to the road in front of you and get to running. Keep running. Keep running. this year and I know we probably missed some things in there but that was you can't go 10 minutes you're not even supposed to go six minutes three minutes is usually a year in review so we went three minutes over but that's okay uh, and so this is our service in this location uh, if you didn't hear where we'll be meeting next uh, starting next Sunday same time 10 a.m. we'll be up the road right on 138 uh, and it will be I think it's 1111 Somerset Avenue and so it's right on 138. It's right near the town hall, the Dighton Town Hall. Uh, and uh, it's the building, a white building right next to it. You'll see our cars and stuff, probably the only thing happening in that area at the time. 10 a.m., we'll be meeting the same time, same bat station. We probably will not be going live uh, for the first week at least, so we get familiar with what we've got in terms of Wi-Fi and all of that. And so come in person next week. Uh, we can hold up to like 88 or so, and so uh, if we outgrow, I'd love to outgrow this location, this temporary location. Then we'll just go to a hotel or something. I, I don't care. I'd love in the third week, I say, sorry, this ain't going to work for us. Maybe we go to the high school or something. I'd love it. I would love if that happened. Uh, and so uh, this will be our final week, and so I know they're going to like wrap up, wrap up the chair so you could tell us about that, uh, but I want to stand and let's pray. Thank God for everything he did. Anyone uh, who had prayer for them? Anyone since that uh, the manifestation has already? Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. So, praise, praise the, Lord. the Lord. Burning stopped in the shoulders. Amen. Anyone else? Can, you can sense. Oh, yeah, I know something. Yeah, Mr. Uh, Jeff back there, he said his hands. Okay. Hips. Hips. Already can feel, yeah. There's yeah. healing in this house, yeah. people. So those of you, maybe, okay, I, I don't, I don't feel anything. Healing's not a feeling. So remember, as you go out the door, you just, you're wenting now. You're with me and Eric. <laughs> yeah. You're wenting, okay? And it can happen while you're sleeping tonight. It can happen while you're driving home. It can happen three weeks from now. But you're already healed. Amen. Don't let go of it. Don't let go of it. Can I say something yeah, real quick? Ahead. I know we want to get out of here, but. Um, First of all, let's thank Pastor. She's the one that does all the social media. <laughs> it's so professional. So there's a lot of nights I'm like, you're still working grace. in there? Are you done yet? It's 9 o'clock at night, and she's still in there working hard. She's a perfectionist, but I really appreciate that video, like and, video? and all the other things that you post I know online. He didn't watch it because it took me forever, so by the time I was done, he was like, are you done yet? I'm like, I was oh, tired. you don't want to watch it? No. So seeing that, it, it makes you think, okay, we've been in here six and a half years in this building. Yeah. We've made a lot of memories. Yeah. Now, we had memories outside the building, too. Yeah. The hiking trip that didn't go so well, <laughs> that they got lost, and they need to be rescued at the top of the mountain. And then the hiking then the trip the following that did go well. Went well, and they went up and down. <laughs> you know, and the fishing trips, and the barbecues, and the barbecues at people's house when yeah. we went fishing, too. Yeah. 
And so there's a lot of memories, but the memories aren't because of the building, they're because of the people. Yes. So we're going to continue to make memories, yes. continue yes. To, to fellowship, yes. continue to, for iron to sharpen iron. Amen? Yes. Yeah, Wednesday night service, this Wednesday, will be online. All right, online only this Wednesday. Uh, then we'll give you some information about what we're going to do the next Wednesday. All right, so this Wednesday, online only, and then we'll give you some information for the next service. Okay, yeah, for the next one. All right, quick instructions. The guys, I talked to a few guys right after service. You can take the chairs and stack them in the middle here. Just make sure they're not stacked more than four high. Someone said that that's what the movers want is no more than four high as, as far as you're stacking the chairs. And then tomorrow at 8 a.m., if anybody wants to show up, I'm sure we have enough work as already. But if you want to come here and support and point your yeah. finger like what I'm going to do, yeah. I'm going to be a little late. <laughs> but tomorrow at 8 a.m., and then the movers are going to be here on Tuesday getting rid of everything. So yeah. this is our last time we're going to be in this building. I'm looking forward to new things yeah. at the old town hall. Yes. Hopefully soon we'll be finding out about yeah, land. land so we can yeah. break ground. Yeah. And then yeah. we'll have some more things to pray about. But I'm yeah. excited, folks. Yeah. Things are moving forward. And like she yes. said, when we were moving into this building, we were meeting in pastor's backyard because we didn't have a place yet. We had to right. step out in faith. Right. This time we have a lot more on our side as Amen. far as money goes Amen. and town support. Yeah. So yeah. be excited and thank God for what's coming. Let's pray. Let's pray. If you want to join hands with your family members, that's fine. I know we got to think about holding hands now with people. But hold hands with family members, those you come with. Father, we just thank you. We're so grateful to you, thank you Jesus. for every single thing you accomplished in this building. Thank you, Lord. Everything that's been accomplished because you're the one who does the work. And so we cooperate with you, but we give you all the glory for everything you accomplished in this building. Thank you first for giving it to us supernaturally because you're the one who got us in here. Thank and you, so Jesus. we thank you for it. It has served us well. Father, we ask and we pray that we, we, we believe that we've taken care of the building and been good stewards of it. If we haven't and there's an area where we miss, we repent of that, Father God. But yes. we thank you. It has served us well. And we give you all the glory for everything you accomplished. And as we move forward, I thank you, Father, that this will continue to be a place where the anointing and presence of God will be felt. I don't care what they do in here. Your presence is more powerful. Yes. And I know that it has not been a waste of time. And it has not been a coincidence that we've been in here before that library comes. I ask, Father God, that it will be a catalyst for change yes. in this town in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Father, for everything that you are doing in and through Father's House Family Church. And we continue to commit ourselves to fulfilling the mandates and the mission that you have for this body. We take our place in the body of Christ. And we thank you, Father, for the work that you have for us to do in Dighton. We say, yes, Lord, yes. We'll yes. fully accomplish it in thank Jesus' you, name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Praise